Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Happy New Year, friend. Welcome to the Pass on Purpose podcast and welcome to the first episode of 2024. I'm your host, Jules Philippi, and I get to talk to you today about one of my favorite topics, which is books, reading. I believe leaders are readers. I am a lifelong student. I'm always learning. And one of the best ways that we can save time, learn from other mentors, you know, learn from other people's mistakes is by reading books. And this is a topic Jamie and I actually did last year at the end of the year. Um, I think it was December 28th um, was our release date for our top 10 books of 2022. And this is just kind of really fun for us to reflect on the books we chose this year, some with intention, maybe some that just were recommended to us, um, some for work, some for personal life, business, parenting, all the things. Um, And I actually got a personal request from one of our listeners um, because she's building her new year list, her reading list for uh, 2024. And she wants to know what we read. And um, of course, we love sharing what we learn um, and, you know, want to want you, friend, to be able to apply that if you feel like it aligns with your goals, things that you want to learn. Um, so we looked back at what we read this year. Um, full transparency, neither one of us, Jamie and I, did not make a goal for how many books we wanted to read this year. Um, I'm sure you've seen plenty of influencers out there, um, leaders, um, authors who have a specific goal of how many books they want to read. Maybe it's 12, one each month for the year. Some people have very big audacious goals for reading. Um, Jamie and I were just, we wanted to approach reading. Um, you know, we worked off of lists that we've saved throughout the year. I'm going to share more about that and kind of some of my tips of how to create um, your own list. Um, but, you know, we, we've had a lot um, demanded of us in our, in our jobs, in um, our season of motherhood with um, toddlers. <laughs> um, so I think that really served us this year, not putting a specific number on the books that we wanted to read. Um, we also consume them a lot by Audible and by listening to books. Um, I consumed a lot on the go um, with my commute to work. Um, and then, you know, on the weekends or whatever, when I'm doing dishes or what have you. Um, so I consume still to this day a lot through Audible and through listening. Um, I definitely want to get back to uh, holding the book um, uh, for sure. I think there's a good balance of that. But that's the other thing about this too, is you get to decide, like you make the rules of how many books you want to read. Are they going to be short books, long books? You can, you, you're in charge of that friend. Like that's, that's all you. Um, John Acuff has shared that before too, where like, I don't remember the goal that he had of number of books. He's like, but it didn't even matter. He said, you know, some books were super short, some were long, some were hardcover, some were audible. Like I get to decide, you know, do you want to listen to it on regular speed or (laughs) 1.5? So you get to decide that. Um, And I want you to think through what works best for you. And again, we're going to share these books 
for this year, um, just to give you an idea. And then, you know, pick one, pick two, pick them all. It's totally up to you. So um, as I went through the list, both of what Jamie read and I read, um, it came out to 10 again. So I guess these are our top 10. Um, we've started other books and, you know, there might have been other books that we didn't finish, but these were the ones that we felt were really aligned with what we wanted for um, last year and things that, you know, we obviously learned that we can apply to this year carrying with us in 2024. So without further ado, um, and in no particular order, the first one I'm going to share is Life in the Five Senses. This is by Gretchen Rubin. And this was actually a series that Jamie and I did. Like we believed in this book so much, um, you know, for, you know, one, because of the presence that brings you into the present moment and just like experiencing life with more depth um, and, you know, just not taking things for granted, our senses literally for granted. Um, so we actually did a series and broke these up. So there was, it was a five series, episode, five episodes in the series and that was episode 146 through 150. So if you're new here, if you're just, um, you know, press and play on episode 172 today, we definitely encourage you to go back to the, that series of 146 to 150, um, where we really broke this up a little bit more. But basically, um, you know, Gretchen Rubin is a happiness expert um, and also like an experimenter. Like she experiments these happiness projects on herself and then shares them. So. This was actually, it started when she went in for a routine eye exam and noticed that, you know, she had an issue with it and she wasn't really seen, like actually using her sense of sight to the fullest. And then it made her think like, oh my gosh, like I'm taking this for granted. And what if I didn't take care of myself or didn't go to the, you know, doctor for this eye exam? Like I could lose some of my sight. And like, that's where it really made her think of like, oh, I like, I'm, I'm missing out on this sense. I need to be awake to my sense of sight. And she actually did a um, scarlet project where she was specifically looking for scarlet. So instead of just like seeing things in your everyday, she was intentionally looking for the color scarlet in different objects and things and like started to collect them. Um, so that was just one small example of one of the five senses. Um, she also recommended recommended um, doing a five senses journal. So you journal about the senses that you're experiencing and documenting it. Um, so again, it's just helping you, you know, come to the present moment, experience life um, with more depth and gratitude, um, not taking our senses for granted. I think even with like scavenger hunts with my son, like you have a list of things that you're looking for out in nature. And instead of just going through a routine, mundane walk through the neighborhood, like we're actually looking for acorns and we're listening to the leaves that we're crunching on below our feet. Um, so love this book, highly recommend it. If you're someone that you feel like, you know, you're just rushing through life, you're not fully present and, you know, not noticing the world around you. Um, this this will pull you right in. So that was um, Life in the Five Senses by Gretchen Rubin. Next one is Tranquility by Tuesday. The other thing I wanted to mention with the book list is, you know, 10 books might not seem like a lot, but Jamie and I also consume a lot of content through podcasts. Um, one of our favorite podcasts is Before Breakfast, and that's Laura Vanderkam. And she's the author of this book, Tranquility by Tuesday. Um, it's really just finding ordinary parts of your day 
um, or like not taking the ordinary again for granted. And like, it's a well-lived everyday experience. And she has nine ways to do that. So I'm going to list them. Um, And we've shared some of these before, but number one, and again, I'm not sure if this is in complete order of the book, but you need a bedtime, like sleep, non-negotiable, non-negotiable, two, planning on Fridays, um, three, one big adventure and one little adventure. I love this one. Again, in terms of being intentional of your schedule and what you want to do in this new year, um, one big adventure, that could be something that's like three to four hours long. Maybe it's something on a weekend or like half of a day. Um, and then one little adventure would be like less than an hour or about an hour. Um, four, take one night for yourself. I'm going to touch on this in another book that I read. Um, but this would be like when Jamie and I used to always do hot yoga on Monday nights. And like, that was a night to ourselves for our own thing. And again, maybe you wouldn't do it with a friend, it's just for yourself, but, um, you know, it could be a favorite hobby, whatever it is, one night for yourself. Um, five effortful before effortless. Um, this like example she put was like, before you're just going to, you know, effortlessly watch a Netflix documentary or Netflix series, like do a 10 minute puzzle before you do Netflix. Love that. Um, move by 3 PM. I've shared this a lot in my stories on social media, um, being intentional about movement, especially like towards the end of the day or that mid to late afternoon when your energy is dropping, move your body, change your physiology, move your body, go for a walk, especially better, even better if you can go outside. Number seven, three times a week is a habit. So if you are just starting out a new habit and you're like, okay, like I can't commit to five days a week, but three days a week, like if you do that three times a week, commit to one thing, again, maybe it's exercise for 21 days, that's a habit right there. Three times a week, you've consistently continued it. It's a habit. And then number eight is, oh, I have two more. Number eight, create backup slots. And number nine, batch the little things, um, which Jamie, I try to do with the podcast and um, content creation and all the things. But tranquility by Tuesday, just really breaking it down and helping you enjoy like the ordinary. It doesn't have to be this big elaborate thing. You can have tranquility on a regular Tuesday and you can do it with those nine steps. Um, next one, this is on Jamie's list as well. Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Marks Comer. Um, this one actually took kind of a spiritual approach and kind of like encouraged you to mirror or live by the lifestyle of Jesus. Um, it was written by a pastor, you know, very much you can tell in the title, like it's just helping you, you know, not to avoid living a rushed life. I just saw something on social the other day that said like if you have an anxious child it's probably because you have rushed them you know for a good portion of their life you know so if you need somebody to be less anxious slow down slow down and um you know it says to be intentional like jesus and you know like kind of crossroads of faith and minimalism and like kind of treating you know your approach like sabbath you know slowing down having those moments of um, simplicity and um, just a slower pace. So that is the ruthless elimination of hurry. Uh, this one I read, which I loved. One of my goals for this year was um, more intimacy in my relationships, and that means like closeness, more closeness in um, my relationships. So this is by Jay Shetty. 
We also did an episode on this episode 127, I believe it was. Um, He talked about the four E's of intimacy, um, entertainment being level one as you each one increases the level of intimacy. Um, level two would be um, experience or an experiment. Level three would be education. And then the highest level would be engagement where you're serving others, like volunteering with a spouse or your kids. Um, the other one, two other things I loved about this book was like the very first chapter was on solitude and like loving yourself. And I love that he started with that. Like And it was similar to like what Laura Vanderkam shared of having like one night to yourself or take like one, you know, fill in the blank sabbatical or um, retreat, but you need to spend time with yourself. You need to love yourself before you can love others. I loved that piece of the book and his intentionality was starting the book out with that. And then the other piece is he ended the book with a really powerful meditation. Um, And again, just gratitude for love and the people in our life and the relationships that we have. Um, Highly recommend that book. Uh, Let's see. Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. Um, One of the the best quotes in this book is, and John Acuff has shared this before, is wealth, like true wealth is doing what you want with who you want, wherever you want, for as long as you want. Like, that to me is like true wealth and true success. Like if that's what I'm doing, like I am successful. Um, Freddie Bouchard talks about like wealth as a sense of like, you're building something, building something meaningful. Well, if I'm able to do what I want, when I want, I've built a pretty extra, like extraordinary life, like extra quality of life. Um, so would highly recommend this. Like I've struggled with a money mindset and this is one book that really helped me with that. It's still an area that I'm looking to grow um, and continue to learn. Um, but if you feel like you've had a fixed or maybe a scarcity mindset with money, I would highly recommend this book. Um, next is Unreasonable Hospitality by Will Gaierda. I don't know if I said that right, but <laughs> this is a book I actually read for work. And I think I've shared a little bit about it before on the podcast, but um, Will Gaierda is actually in the restaurant business. And, you know, a lot of people think like restaurant is the only like hospitality outside of like the hotel industry. But if you're in a service-based industry, you're in hospitality. And I love that mindset and approach to this book. Um, he is the owner of 11 Ma- Madison Park. Um, I believe that's in New York. Um, but it's really all about unique tailor-made service to not only have people feel cared for, but like literally giving them a VIP experience. So in my role as a community and culture manager, you know, I have an impact on our employee experience and I wanted to read this book to, to think beyond what the normal employee engagement, you know, team does. Um, I wanted to not just meet the employee's expectations, but exceed them. Um, He shared a lot of really cool examples. One was um, they had a, a family that was visiting 11 Madison Park and they had never seen the snow before. So think about this. Like, this is totally unreasonable that like they um, like coordinated uh, like this magical sledding trip in Central Park for this family to experience snow because they've never ever had it before because they were traveling there. Um, another family that I guess like their summer vacation was canceled. They like 
filled the dining room with sand and had like beach chairs in it and Mai Tais and like, like, wow, <laughs> like that's amazing to me. Um, I remember some other examples was like somebody would be checking in, right? They didn't even have like a podium where people check into the restaurant, but they already knew their name and they asked like how they got there, how they got to the restaurant and like, oh, we parked on the, along the corner. Um, and, you know, I'm sure, as you know, it's probably very limited in big cities like New York. And so like the team there would go and fill their meter when their meter was up. So they didn't have to worry about rushing to get back to their parked car. Like it just really makes you think outside the box. And again, just go above and beyond service. Um, so whether you're in you know, service-based or not, you could definitely get something out of this book. It was fun for me to learn about the restaurant business because I've never really read anything about that before. So um, love that one, Unreasonable Hospitality. Next was Chop Wood Carry Water by Josh Medcalf. So this one I actually intentionally read because it was a new program that was released by Body this year um, with Amala Caesar. And it's all about like these consistent good habits, daily tasks, and just really embracing the process, like falling in love with the process. It um, was the story of um, this, this gentleman that wanted to become a samurai archer. And throughout his training, he ha had to keep doing like the mundane things every single day of chopping wood and carrying water. And he wanted to, you know, speed up the process. Like in our culture today that just wants a one, two, three fix, or, you know, wants just things quick, like instant, instant, uh, I can't think of the word, but, um, like instant gratitude, you know, delivery, Amazon prime. <laughs> like, so this really, really taught you like, you know, strength lies in the faithfulness and like to the little things and the process and like having gratitude and a growth mindset. Um, you know, you can't, you don't want to just focus on the outcome. It's what you're learning in the process and what you're building in the process. Um, so really, really cool book. Um, it was, it's always kind of unique to like read a story, um, kind of like the energy bus that Jamie and I shared, I think on last year's list as well. Um, okay. Next one, you're kind of a big deal by Aaron King. So this was actually part of a book club that we did in our, um, community with our team. And that's another great way, friend, like if you have a reading goal or if you just want to um, learn alongside others, join a book club like that. That kept me accountable. I was right on track with this um, book, um, you know, reading it in a in a reasonable time. And um, our leader who was leading the book club, like had, you know, gave her takeaways and then had other people share. So it was just very, very cool to be a part of that. And this one is just really like you know, borrowing belief, having big audacious goals and not playing small, like going after them. She actually shares um, big deal energy and just like, again, it's like confidence, audacity to do big things in your life, work through limiting beliefs and just go for it. And what I really liked about this, I actually listened to the audible on this one and Aaron King is just hilarious. Like I love humor with learning. Like that's why I'm so drawn to John Acuff. He is so funny yet breaks things down in tangible little bits that you can actually, you know, consume and digest. Like that's Aaron King's book too. Like if you want like your hype girl, your girlfriend, like teaching you how to go after your big scary dreams, 
listen to this book. Um, again, that's your kind of a big deal by Aaron King. Um, All It Takes is a Goal, No Surprise Here by John Acuff. So I just finished this book at the end of the year, which is very timely. I wanted to intentionally think about that um, as I was setting goals for the new year. So John um, has, he broke out this um, book with the best moments list. We actually did an episode on it because it just was so good. Um, Episode 162, we kind of broke that down. He has you create this best moments list. And then from there, you kind of work down this goal ladder. And, um, you know, you like if you review your best moments list, you're going to think you see lists of accomplishments, experiences, relationships, and objects. And then once you evaluate that, um, you know, kind of break it down of how much, then you kind of turn it into a game, which again, so good. People love to gamify things and it makes it more fun. Um, he says, you know, choose one of the five games, which would be like your career, finances, relationship, health, or fun. And then you turn it into a guaranteed goal. And with a guaranteed goal, it has an extended time frame, which is more like 90 days or more. Um, it's 100% in your control. It's easy to manage. It will, um, you know, you have to like deliberate your schedule, be like eight hours per week. Um, and it sounds impossible to others. And then from there, you break it into a middle goal, which has a reasonable time frame. It's flexible. Um, there's patience built into it. And then an easy goal, short time frame, obvious steps. It's not expensive and it already matches your current schedule. So I just love how he breaks this down. He gives so many ideas in the book. Um, again, it's there's humor in it. And then um, he like, like I said, gives a lot of examples at the end in his conclusion, he shares like this example, the guaranteed middle and easy goal with like a marathon, which is very relatable and easy to again, digest. Um, so that's all it takes as a goal. If you got some big goals and you need some help, just like breaking it down um, and reverse engineering it, I'd highly, highly recommend this book. And then the last one that we wanted to share is how to manage your home without losing your mind by Dana White. And this is just reality-based cleaning. There's so many books out there on decluttering and minimalizing and organizing. Um, I really like this one because she just like right away is like, give up the fantasy, the idealistic things, and just think reality, reality-based cleaning. Um, you know, a few topics are like how to conquer your laundry, declutter without making bigger messes. Like, can I get an amen? Um, so Jamie read this book. I personally haven't, but it's definitely going on my list for this year. Um, and like, as you hear all these titles and me breaking it down a little bit, like a lot of this again is time management is, you know, productivity, but like finding harmony and slowing down. And, um, I think we have a really good list here and in real time, we're still building our list for 2024. I wanted to share kind of how I've built a list or how I um, kind of just keep curating lists is when I'm listening to podcasts, listening to interviews, um, you know, it might be a social media post out there. Sometimes from time to time, I like to like, just say, what are you reading that I should be reading? And I actually have a Pinterest board um, that's just labeled books worth reading. And anytime I hear a book in a podcast or somewhere <laughs> So wherever I'm consuming, I literally go and search for it on Pinterest and then put it in my books worth reading board. Um, That's really helped me kind of organize and just create this massive list. And then 
I look and see what speaks to me, what aligns with my goals, and I work off of that list. Um, another way, another thing you could do is join Goodreads. <laughs> There's a lot of recommendations on there or the to be read list on TikTok. Um, book clubs, like I said, are really great. Um, not only just to, you know, read and keep you accountable, but to like do it with other people, which is always so much more fun. Do it with a community. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, oh, John Acuff always shares this, that um, you should have one book for your head and one for your heart at like all times, or maybe for you, it's one fiction and one nonfiction book. Um, again, you make the rules, you get to decide how big, um, you know, is there one a month, like checking in, like if you want to decide specifically on a number, make sure that you check in with yourself on how you're doing. So if you set 12 <laughs> for the year, make sure you're on track with that each month. Um, there is a website we've shared on here before too called futureme.org where it would actually like send you email prompts to make sure that you're on track. Or maybe again, you just have an accountability partner that's checking in on you to make sure you're on track with that goal. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, and then there, like I said, there were some books that we started that maybe we didn't finish. I started a book right at the end of the year. It was called Living as a Leader. Um, Jamie also had The Mountain is You. Um, there were a couple others. And the other thing I consumed a lot of this year was my Growth Day app. Um, so a little plug here for that. Um, Growth Day is Brendan Bruchard's brilliance. And it is a growth app, um, self-development app. There's so much into this. It's a whole growth loop. But there's a daily fire, like literally daily message mentorship from Brendan Bouchard himself. Then he has this huge lineup um, team of other um, professionals, authors, speakers, entrepreneurs um, that like are not, not just speaking at you like a podcast that are literally like training and facilitating. Um, there's a whole journaling practice in there and just, I cannot speak enough to the Growth Day app. Like that is where I consumed most of my content on a daily basis. Um, the daily message actually expires at the end of the day. So it always like, I had to listen to it that day or else I would miss out on it. So if you're interested um, in Growth Day, please reach out to me. Um, Jamie and I are actually now able to um, sell it um, as part of our, our body membership um, and community. So we. <laughs> We love self-development. We love personal development. It's a way of life for us. Um, I hope you can feel that in, in these books that we chose this year and shared. Um, if you have a list, uh, if you had one from 2023 that you um, want to share with us, please share it. Please email us. We are positive on purpose at gmail.com or just tag us in your stories or posts um, so we can see what you read this year. Or if you're going to take one of our books off of this list and add it to um, your 2024 list, we would love to see that. Um, we're in this together. We're cheering you on, rooting you on always. Um, can't wait to see what you read next. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and take us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.